Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Welcome back to the Paddle and Fin Podcast Network. We're brought to you by Pelican Built Tough. For all situations, go to pelican.com. Yak Gadget. For all your fine kayak fishing accessory needs, go to yakgadget.com. Eastport Marina on the beautiful shores of Dale Hollow Lake. For all your lodging, kayaking, and fishing needs, go to eastport.info. Takeover Tuesday here on the Paddle and Fin Podcast Network. Rusty Hook time. Let's do this. Welcome to the Rusty Hook Kayak Fishing Podcast, bringing you one hour of straight talk via Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. Anger profiles, tournament news, gear reviews, and a whole lot more. Now, Let's get this show started. 
by joining our host, John Rapp. Hey guys, John Rapp, Rusty Hook Kite Fishing Podcast, episode 25. Back to the basics. And why? What made me decide to go to this topic? Well, several reasons. But uh, me and the Feel Free Fishing Team put on a Summer Slam event for the last three weeks. And the whole idea behind the event is it was a customer appreciation event for all of the owners of the, the family brand of kayaks for Feel Free, which includes Johnny Boat, Sea Stream, the Three Waters brand, and of course Feel Free. You know, a way for the company to give back to the owners and thank them for being part of the brand, spending their money on our stuff. Great, great event. We had great turnout. It was our largest event yet. This was our fourth event in the last five years. We, we skipped a year because of COVID, I think 2019. Um, but the uh, last several years have been really good. We had 112 people att attempt to fish. We, we capped it at 100. And feel free, generously picked up the tab for the tourney X fees. So 100 people got to register and not pay a dime. Just normally five buck entry fee. Um, just wrapped up today. I, I put out a video in the post on the Field for Fishing team uh, with the winners of the last week, week three. And uh, I've been sitting here in the office working all morning, chatting with folks from Z Pro and from Feel Free. You know, if you don't know, I've been I'm very fortunate. I retired from my position at the U.S. Courthouse Federal Building. I was a contractor for United States Marshals last nine years. I, I hung up my gun belt after almost 30 years of carrying a gun. And it's pretty pretty well knowledgeable out there that I did that. But I've been picked up with feel free and Z Pro Lithium to manage their teams and do some content for them uh, to help grow their brands. And I'm very pleased and happy to be associated with those great companies. Feel free, I've been with them, you know, since day one that I've been in the kayak fishing industry, just about, you know. And Z Pro Lithium, um, very proud to be a part of that group. Um, learned a ton from Michael and David uh, over at the, at the headquarters in Austin on a lot about the power options, the Bluetooth capabilities, and things like that that we have available to us now as fishermen and as just consumers of power products. Um, but going back to the customer appreciation, man, I spent some time out on the water. Um, and I was out fishing with some very, very raw 
kayak anglers, very new to the sport, very new. One of them was my nephew. Um, I passed down to him and his brother a couple of three water big fish that I had, and they're they're using them now. They're getting out on them, uh, especially the younger brother, Jacob. And uh, I just I I. I wanted to help him so much. He was making so many tactical and decision, his decision-making skills where he is not very knowledgeable about how to fish, how, how to target from a kayak. I mean, it, I mean, we all know when you're fishing from a bank, When you're casting, you, there's many there's 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 many techniques to, to fishing, you know. But I mean, I've got a few things I wrote down here: casting, retrieving, jigging, topwater fishing, Carolina rigging, drop shotting, are various techniques. But the one thing that I noticed is uh guys are some people come into our world where we fish with plastics only and they're not used to um the proper or they don't know the the way to properly set up their fishing poles line hooks to be effective um my, my nephew I, I when he came out on the water and he paddled out i you know i have i took him to an area that this got some good fish uh, good fishing i mean they're there it's it's quantity not a lot of quality there and uh, i was hoping he would catch a few bass um so I, he came into the water and i know a few sections that sort of hold some fish so I, I said hey throw over there and one of the issues that I noticed right up front and I, I was recording him but on my iPhone I had it set on time delay and so it, it was trash um, I, I did that for about four or five videos before I realized what I was doing because it was bright sun and I couldn't see very well done on my screen but you got to position your boat for your casting, just like if you're fishing on land. If you're going to cast, you're going to, you're going to cast it in front of you, you know, or you're, you're going to, most of the time, you're going to situate yourself so you can make a backhand cast, a forehand cast, somewhere in a alleyway in front of you. The front nose of the boat and it's the same concept when you're fishing on land if you're going to throw it to a spot you're going to face it baseball players football players when you're throwing even in golf when you're hitting you line your body up a certain way so the the direction is the where you're going to aim is where you're going to go so i noticed 
his boat drifting to the right. He swung the fish to bank that was in front of him, but his boat was drifting to the right. And he was trying to throw it like this. It might have been easier to pitch, but the thing I told him, I said, man, you need to adjust your boat. Keep the line in front of you. One reason is, is your hook set. If you're over here, you're not going to get all your momentum to get that upward velocity and set that hook in that mouth of a bass or any fish for that matter. And so I talked to him about that. And, and the other thing, going back to what I was talking about with the rigging, you know, obviously he's used to bank fishing and he's used to throwing live bait. Um, he had a swivel on with a hook trying to Texas rig a, a fluke. And so I, I told him, so you cut that swivel off, tie your hook on there. If you want to have your, your baits descend slowly, you want to put the Senkos to flutter, then you need to remove that little extra burden of weight. And we all know that, that the way that stuff falls, it won't f fall to give you the action that you desire. So, you know, and we all know when we're teaching folks that you really can't go wrong throwing a Ned rig. And so I, I gave him a couple little Ned hooks and some TRDs had him put on. He caught eight fish, but he did not catch a bass. Um, most of his fish were pretty good size bluegill. So I'm a little disappointed there that I, I didn't work with him, but I think after I made a couple of suggestions to him, you know, about, I'm, I, I hurt his feelings. So one thing that I'm going to tell all you guys, Bass 101, is that when you're learning to fish, don't take suggestions as criticism. I wanted him to be successful, and I wasn't being mean or rude. I was just saying, hey, turn your boat around so you can, can pitch in there. Uh, well, he was there with three other folks, and I believe maybe he got a little embarrassed. But I know he had a good time. We were out there for almost five, six hours. Every time he caught one of those little bluegill, he'd yell at his buddy, hey, I got one. They were keeping count. They were having a competition. And, you know, we all know guys, when we have our buddies, we always want to outdo each other. We always want to give each other the devil. I know my buddy Jack Gillespie down in Princeton always rides me when he catches a big fish or does a little better. He's, he gives me the devil if he beats me. Um because he's a hell of a fisherman, and he's, he's, he's trying to push that little competitive edge on me, or even the other guys he fishes with, he's trying to get them to get out there and, and perform, to do better, to learn. Um, and he's been a hell of a teacher over the past 10 years. We still travel a lot on occasion. We haven't done as much this year as we've done in the past, um, but still look look up to him and, and think the world of him when it comes to fishing and kayak fishing, boat fishing. He's, he's just a fisherman, period. Um, so 
101, the rules, you know, when you're getting in a kayak, go with a few people who can give you some basic tips and tricks. And don't be afraid to ask questions because it is a different tactic in fishing. It's not like fishing from a bass boat where you can stand up and you got a higher level of plane. You can look down on fish, you can look down on structure, you can see the water and, and in the water a little bit better. I know, like I, I mentioned earlier, it was so sunny and bright that I could barely see the screen on my iPhone, uh, which was only probably two and a half feet away from me. A lot of reflection off the water because you're right down on it. Also, when you're down on the water, your hook set, the line, you know, you really have to put a little effort and get that tip up and set that hook. Um, one of the things that I've always told some of the newer people in the kayak fishing is downsize your hooks. You want that hook to slide in easier. Get in that mouth, get in that lip. And so when bass boat fishermen may be using a 3 out or 4 out hook, I use two. I use a two lot. Um, been very effective. Some of the hooks that I've been using, probably a little too thin, um, or had been that or they were defective, would break off right at the at the tip of the net head. So I, I, I stopped using those and, and went to another type of hook. Um, but so. That's just a couple things that I wanted to go over real quick um, on this episode. And, and there's some other tips I want to go over, but I, I wanted to talk to you about this tip. And I'm going to show you a video of my new personal best. If you haven't looked at it on my Facebook page from last week, I'm going to bring this baby up. And show it to you here. It's a four-minute video. And just, just to give you some details on what you're you're looking at here. I was fishing one of my local impoundments back off Muddlety. I went to one that's got a lot of grass. Not all the, the one that I normally go to with wood, but there's, there's a lot of grass back there. I don't go to it very often because it's difficult to get to. Uh, well, it's not difficult to get to, but there's a lot. Of, I, I don't want to scratch my truck up going through all the brush that leads down to it. But I went there and uh, put in, was there for about 25 minutes, hooked into the biggest bass I've ever caught from a kayak. Went and looked at my Tourney X stats. Um, my biggest fish I caught was back in 2015. It was a 6-pound, 7-ounce largemouth bass that I caught. It was 21.5 inch, 21.5. 21 and a half inches. It almost measured 21.75, but it didn't quite get there. Um, so this fish, um, from my memory, this fish was so much bigger. Um, it was heavier. The mouth on it was just humongous. Um, it looked like it was still in spawn when you look at the video. But rookie mistake on my part. Excited. Um, you'll see in the video I lost my iPhone. So now my iPhone 12 is laying out in the water. I've got an iPhone 14 now. I went 
packed up after I lost the phone, after I knew I wasn't going to retrieve it, and went and got a new phone. Because I did first and foremost, I didn't want Beth to worry about me, knowing that she, she couldn't get a hold of me, and that I was would be pinging in the middle of a lake. Um, so anyway, we'll pull up this video here. Let you see it. There she is. Uh, I'm reeling her in, and while I'm pulling her in, she's coming toward me, but she's so heavy, she's pulling me toward the trees. I'm really happy that she didn't get me in the trees there. So I'm motoring to the bank. Now I get to the bank, and uh, I'm pulling her out of the net. Look at that huge fish. I don't know if you can hear the audio from the video. It's not showing here, but uh, all I can tell you is, is that I'm breathing hard. Throw my leg out. I get the catchboard out. I'm using Beth's pink catchboard. And uh, the fish flopped around a couple of times, about knocked my phone that's on the on the board here. Actually, I have my other iPhone. I was using this iPhone here to record this video. And it's got the tandem floaty case on it. Right there, she about got out of the boat. But I had my leg thrown up as you saw me throw my leg out, which kept her inside the the gunnels. Put my phone down and reposition her. Of course, you can hear me there. Or I think you can hear me. 22 inches. She's touched close to the touch of the 22 0.25 right there she about knocked it, my phone out of off my mount see the tail there I drop her in the water refresh her a little bit this tendon case is what I want to talk about when this video is done Now I'm getting ready to hold the fish up. 
you know how you hold that pole up there and you get that that fish grip pulling that yeah boy do personal best and a releaser looking at my I'm recording her right there as I'm telling she's just next to the boat just hanging out and there's the last time I saw my So right now I'm recording with that other phone. And that's there's where my phone's laying right now, still. So this tendum case. This is a I've had this case now probably about six years. It originally was made for an iPhone 8. You can see it's got the, the angle here. Pretty old. Two camp, two part photo lenses. see that this iPhone 10 is long ways instead of so it doesn't quite match the case but it still works as long as I don't try to zoom out if I zoom out then it it blacks but the, the phone and everything's the same size matter of fact my new phone probably fit in it except I've got it in a case if I take the case out I could put it in there and I could cut all I have to do is cut this area out here so it would expose my lenses as you can see the new phone lenses are a little bit get the reflection there for you it's, it's got the four or three camera system but uh, this thing's been gold gold I instead of and, and the way the history goes is that I was at kayak bass fishing national championship at Kentucky Lake back 2015 and lost my phone in the water after I caught a 20 inch fish and I had it in one of those standard phone jacks on my boat caught a 20 inch fish that dragged me into a tree just like the video we saw here a second ago and one of the limbs caught my phone knocked it out of the phone grip it hit my kayak and bounced in the water well while I'm fishing and catching that fish and I hook her up to my fish grips put her back in the water I look down on the deck where I heard it hit thinking it was still laying down there and it what and it dropped down into about 10 foot of water Luckily for me, I saw a guy going by me in a Hobie before where I was at. And I, I knew, well, I'll go see if I can get him to take a photograph for me. Or let me take a photograph and then 
we could get, I could upload it on Turney X and then go from there. One of the good things about the scoring system, uh, using that, that type of scoring system. I found him. He just happened to have an iPad laying in his the second in his uh, cubby holder and uh, said, here, use this. Bring it back to me when you're done. Great, great guy. Appreciated it. Uh, was able to salvage that tournament. I think I finished in 98 or 99 out of the 400-some folks. It was my worst event at the national championship. But I did catch some good fish and lost that phone. So after when I got back, Beth ordered this tandem phone case, and I've been using it ever since. But it didn't help me the other day. So, you know, you got places like Robohawk. Uh, Benjamin reached out to me and said, hey, buddy, do I need to send you one of my tethers? And I'm, like, yeah, I'm embarrassed to say, yeah, you probably do. But that's something that all you guys need to look at and keep. I know a lot of us here in West Virginia use these cases, and I know this case here saved me twice. Or I wouldn't have lost, I would have lost more than my third phone over the last 10 years. It saved me twice. Watched my phone float out there and was able to turn around and get it. I specifically remember Stonewall Jackson back in like 2018, right after I got the case. But uh, tethers for your phone. Make sure you have those. Um, the other thing that I want to talk to you about, the things that you need to keep on your kayak is... Uh, it's fish grips. I don't think I have any in here with me right now. They're all outside. But you need to keep fish grips tethered to your boat. So when you catch that fish, you can clip that lip, put her in the water, let her thrash around a little bit or let her relax. While you're cleaning your deck, you're getting your camera out and you're ready to take that photograph. Now, I mean, you can look at my... My photographs on Tourney X, my deck is always just absolutely filthy. I've got bags and bags of bait where I'm always switching colors, switching styles of bait, and I'll tear them out, and I'll grab four bags out, and I'll, I'll use all four of them over a 15- or 20-minute period to see if I can pattern the fish for a color or style of bait they're wanting to, to bang on. <laughs> Excuse me. So, when you look at my photos, you're going to see scissors, fish grips, clippers, baits, um, just about everything laying on, on the deck. I'll put my fish right on top of them, snap that photo with that identifier, and move on. But some guys have extremely clean decks, and more, I, I'm guys, awesome. But do what you do and uh, be happy about it. But I will say, when you're measuring your fish, don't put it on your lap. Put that fish down in the deck of your boat. Throw your legs outside of the boat if you have to. If you got a smaller boat, if you got a Hobie or a, a big new canoe, Titan or something, or Big Fish 103 or something where you can you can spread your feet out and still get your your board down there. 
and manipulate to where you can put the fish on and get the photograph even better. But don't put it on your, your lap because you're just asking for that fish to flop right out into the water because your legs are above the deck and that, that, could, that could hurt you. That, that, that could be a mistake that will cost you money, walking the stage somewhere, finishing the difference between first and 20th. Um, so keep it down in the deck. Keep you a good pair of scissors. I, I've got a pair of scissors from Dubro Fishing. They're small, they're compact, and they're extremely sharp. Uh, they have a tether on them, so I can hook them to a, a couple of my little clips from Feel Free right on my railing, and they're always available. I can, they tether right up, they tether right out to me. Um, and there, there's another company called uh, Rogue Fishing that makes tethers for your phone. I've read some good reviews on that, but I've also have a few, a friend of mine who, well, uh, lost his phone when it was in Rogue. I don't think that is the norm. They, they have a great reputation for being a great product, and I'm not bashing them at all. He just he got a lot of fish slime on on his uh, his Rogue, and it, it apparently came out. Um, but that, that's going to happen. There's always going to be things that happen. The most important thing is in fishing and in kayak fishing, when you're learning, is be flexible and adaptable. Don't be afraid to experiment. Um, and don't be afraid to ask questions to people that you're, you're out there with. When you're walking at an event, join a club if you're new. And let me, I'll tell you what, let's take a quick break. And when we come back, I want to talk to you about some of my friends here at Paddle and Finn that are folks that are out there and they talk weekly towards the folks that we're focusing on today. Feel free kayaks. Paddle, pedal, or power. There's something for everyone. Do bro fishing. Manufactured and designed marine products, American-made plastics, and fishing gear. Westbrook Supply Company, Atlanta's best kayak company for all your paddling and fishing needs. Yak Gadget, American-made kayak fishing accessories and gear. Ace Adventure Resort, West Virginia's number one outdoor destination. Whitewater, ziplining, water park. All right, we're back. And I'm going to pull up. I want you guys to look at this here. It's the right scene. All right, this is the Paddle and Fin Fishing for Noobs tournament page. Okay. Now, what these guys do. Is they offer online challenges every month through the summer for anybody that's new to the kayak fishing community to jump in and learn a little bit how tournament fishing works. So 
And you can see there's quite a few people to get on here. June 15th, they just posted uh, halfway through. And even uh, right there I am, get after it noobs, you know. So, they have on the Paddle and Finn podcast page. That we're on right now. You'll see that uh, there's a new one of the new co-hosts. That's Sean. There's Sean and there's Susie. They put out pretty good information and they bring on guests to help educate some of the, the folks that are just getting into kayak fishing. So they're not only do their videos here, but I'm pretty sure if you go to the Paddle and Finn podcast. You can, on, on on your podcast platform, Spotify, Apple, whatever, and look up for the Noob Show, Battle and Ben. And, and if you can target those, listen to some of Sean and Susie's videos, you can learn a thing or two from these folks. Uh, they, they normally post up a show. I'm not sure what day it is. There they are. They do it. They, they just put one up on... June 19th. And they got a playlist. It's the Bass Fishing for Noobs. So make sure you go check them out. They do great, great stuff. And there's all kinds of shows on the Paddle Thing Network if you're if you want to go check them out. Ten different shows, as you saw. <clears throat> so that that's pretty much the hot topic of tonight, you know, like, like I mentioned at the beginning of the show, I, I love working with fishing teams and I've got, I've set some goals for myself to help the fishing communities that I'm involved with, um, with the Dubro fishing, paddle and fin, um, of course, feel free. That's where my heart and heart lies heavily at is with, with that group. Got Z Pro Yak Gadget. So get ready to pack up. Run down with Matt Gibson, Brian Schiller, and I. We're all gonna meet in Tennessee, do some fishing for Dubro, little content shoot. Test out some of the new products before we go to iCast and, and try to sell some of that stuff. Get some dealers involved. Talk to people. But if you're going to iCast, send me a message. Let me know where you're going to be. I, I, I plan on walking around, talking to people and seeing people. Um, trying to build more relationships that, that and, and rekindle relationships with people that I haven't seen in a while. So one of the things that's great about iCast is that you get to see people in the industry that you've worked with over the years that you don't get to meet face-to-face. -face. 
if you don't live close to them. So one of the re how some of the relationships that I've built, like with Chris Payne from Payne Outdoors, who was on this show for many, many months. And he hasn't, I haven't talked to him lately here. Uh, he's been really busy with work and uh, getting, his, getting involved with his son. His son just graduated, getting his son moved to college and stuff. Want to get try to reach out and rekindle some relationships like I've done with Chris in the past and uh, get some more people on this show. Some of the, the OGs of kayak fishing that have been around, uh, some single digit tourney X numbers, and uh, see if we can. Uh, you know, we can we can get them on here to talk fishing. You know, it's what we're all here for. It's what we love is is kayak fishing. Anyway, make sure you t uh, like, subscribe, and follow here to the Rusty Hook Kayak Fishing page. Also here to Paddle and Fin page. And uh, make sure you go check out all our different hosts, Ryan Schiller, Jay Randall, Jimmy Skinner, and Gerard. You'll see all of us at Paddle at working the Paddle and Fin uh, podcasts booth as part of Do Bro Fishing at ICAST. If you're like and like I said, if you're at ICAST. Look for us. Come talk to us. Let us put you on in front of camera. Let us mic you up. Let's talk about your products, what you can offer our community. And, uh, I mean, that's what we're all about. We're all about fishing. So, short episode tonight. Hopefully I can get it all uploaded, aired. Um, Be a good steward for the sport. Help help those youngins out there. Engage them. Um, I'm gonna reach out to my nephew. I know, I, and I'm gonna call him. You know, try to talk to him and, and go fishing with him one on one. Try to impart some wisdom and knowledge to him, um, if he's willing to absorb it. And hopefully, his next outing, we do a little bit better than catch bluegill. Um, granted, the whole idea, the whole reason we're out there, it's not all about that personal best. It's all about just getting out, being a part of nature, decompressing from stresses of life. I mean, a lot of us got into kayak fishing for that purposes. Um, I know that was my major reason that I got into the sport. And if, if if you need any advice, I'm just a, a button click away on Facebook Messenger. Send me a message, and I will be glad to talk to you and give you impart wisdom or opinion, however you want to take it, uh, and give it give you my thoughts on. Any brands, techniques regarding our, our sport. So be blessed. Always wear your PFD. Be safe when you're out in the water.
And just like I did, if you lose your phone, don't worry about don't worry about those type of possessions. They can be replaced. Your life can't. Get off the water and let your, your people know that you're safe. Always have some type of float plan or location so somebody, your loved one, your parents, your wife, someone significant in your life knows where you're at. So they can check on you if you're not heard from. Anyway, wish you guys nothing but the best. John Rapp, Rusty Hook, Rapp.